Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Canada's Morning News with Pam Cook continues now. It is a Monday morning, and that means uh, time for us to uh, chat with State Senator Kirk Schuring. He is on our WHBC Newsline. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Pam. I'm doing well. How are you? We're hanging in there. We're just waiting for this baseball game to happen tonight. Yeah, boy, it's been fun. I was just telling Billy I really enjoyed watching our Guardians. Uh, of course, it didn't come out the way we all had hoped last night, but... Uh, I think uh, today will be a new ball game. I think uh, our chances are good, even though we're playing in New York. I, yeah. I can hardly wait. I agree, 100%. I think they have a good shot at it, too. So maybe next week at this time we'll be talking more about that. That sounds good. It'd be great, yes. All right, so, you know, something that we all take for granted, well, you know, I think most people take for granted is the fact that we have Internet, and it's very easy for us to jump online, and uh, the connectivity issues are not even anything we think of. But that's not the way it is for everyone um, across the state of Ohio, for sure. And you wanted to talk a little bit about broadband connectivity this morning. Yes. Well, you hit the nail right on the head, Pam. We we do take it for granted. The Internet, broadband Internet services we enjoy today, most of us, uh, you know, uh, at home and at work. At, at work, you know, you've got the office, you've got healthcare institutions, even manufacturing. That's, that's just a few. And then at home, uh, you know, people are working virtually from home now. Um, we saw with the COVID-19 shutdown how students were learning from home, and they still learn uh, via the Internet, even though they're back in school. Uh, and how about those online services? I don't know about you, but by golly, I buy a lot of stuff online. And I'm, someday somebody's going to open up open up a service that tells, you know, can where I can get rid of my boxes. I don't know what to do with all the doggone boxes. But sadly, sadly, in Ohio, there are places where the population is either unserved or underserved. In fact, a recent uh, study indicated that there were about 300,000 households representing about a million people that either uh, didn't have Internet or if they had it, it was at a very uh, inferior um, level. So that's why in the last operating budget, the General Assembly appropriated $250 million for something we call the Ohio Broadband Expansion Grant Program, uh, and we're trying to see what we can do to bring broadband Internet to those underserved and unserved areas of the state. And to that end, uh, they recently awarded $232 million worth of grants to 33 different projects, representing about 43,000 households. So we're, we're getting there. And I would submit to you when we uh, start the deliberation and debate on the next operating budget, uh, early next year, that there'll be more money uh, being appropriated to this program because we need to get uh, other people in this state uh, on the internet and uh, and all the things that the internet provides. What what do you hear from from people from constituents about this, or even from other lawmakers in maybe more rural areas? You know, what are some of the concerns that they're sharing with you? 
Well, it's a whole different world. Uh, you know, the things, as you said at the outset, uh, that we take for, for granted, uh, they don't have access to. It's hard to fathom, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, the services that uh, you would need to, to access information through, you know, Google or whatever, whatever service you're using uh, in the workplace. Uh, you know, it's, it's one thing in some cases they have uh, Internet uh, connectivity, but it's slow. So uploading and downloading, it just uh, it, it's almost impossible to use. So it's a real impediment. And uh, if I may, I'm going to talk about uh, a similar situation. And it's, it's, it's fascinating because the Internet not only facilitates these, these, these types of services that we enjoy so much today, but it also fosters innovation. And there was a book written a while back by Nicholas Carr uh, called The Big Switch. Uh, rewiring the world from medicine to Google. Now, this picks up on how we, you know, not just need to get these services to the underserved and unserved areas and even services to uh, places like you and I enjoy, because he says uh, the comparison is with the advent of electricity coming into households back in the early part of the 20th century, it fostered innovation. And uh, he, he talks about the fact that uh, electricity, of course, the, it was really initially to bring in electric lighting to businesses and households. But from there, electric vacuum cleaners, electric fans, electric ranges, refrigerators, I could go on and on. All the things that we enjoy today are powered by electricity. So he says the same thing will be with the Internet. Once we get the entire nation wired, he said it just will spring and foster all type of new innovations, applications, and platforms. We've already seen, you know, with Google and Netflix and advanced manufacturing, 3D manufacturing, Amazon, but that's just scratching the surface as far as Nicholas Carr is concerned. So it's more than just the fundamental services that we need in our day-to-day lives. It will foster an explosion in innovation. So, again, remind us, what's the next step? I mean, where do we go from here to get this, you know, to tackle this? Yeah, well, uh, again, uh, this study said said that there was 300,000 households, almost a million people, without uh, adequate uh, Internet services in Ohio. So out of that $250 million, we just recently announced uh, $232 million worth of grants um, that would positively affect about 43,000 households. So we got a ways to go yet, and we'll do it incrementally over time. Uh, I would, again, submit that uh, the next operating budget will have more money in this grant program, and we'll start uh, to whittle down that uh, 300,000 household, which we already have by 43,000, and we'll continue to do it uh, in the next operating budget. All right. Well, that's good to know, because the other thing, too, is so many people working from home, um, you know, and companies offering jobs where you work from home. So that's a necessary, that has become a need as well. Or something like well, that. you know, and again, another good point, uh, because it's not just having connectivity. Even here in our area, there are places where you can go and you can get higher speeds of Internet service. In fact, in downtown Canton, in the Innovation District, they have up to 300 gigabytes of gigabits, I should say, gigabits of, of, uh, of Internet speed. And to compare that... Uh, you see on television some uh, uh, um, 
cable companies saying that they can offer 200 megabits of, of speed, and they talk about how fast that is. Well, uh, one gigabit is 1,000 megabits. So that gives you the magnitude of the speed that can be offered, uh, and the technology keeps on evolving. Uh, they're actually talking about the day when we could have access to one terabit, which is 1,000 gigabits. And it just boggles my mind every time I, I talk about this. But that's the next thing. Even for us to have Internet connectivity right now, the next thing, the next wave will be the speed in which it's uploaded and downloaded and uh, and all the innovative things that can come from it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a great update, and uh, we appreciate it. And we will be uh, checking in with you again next